Go. You're on the spot. I'm not going to do it again. I'm yes, not going to do it again. I'm going to do something. Okay, I can be done with that forever. Yeah, that's not that's not like something we're adding to our inside joke category. That's like a two and done. Well, like my my brain thought that. I would do it for like each each intro for like the spooky October things that we record, but like oh, you should do something else spooky. Okay, like taxes. I've got it. Go. I've got it. Go right now. Right right now. Right now. Do something. <clears throat> Welcome to the subject tonight, Spooky Variety. At first I was like, oh, I'm actually kind of like scared right now. And then you were like, Spooky Variety. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is still a a serial comedy podcast. Serial comedy? I said pseudo. Oh, I thought you said serial. I was like, are you like coming off of our murder podcast? Like... Now everything is cereal. I hope not. That's cereal, but like real cereal. <laughs> I pointed to a box of Cocoa Puffs, Reese Puffs, whatever those are. They're well, Cocoa they're, Peanut Butter Puffs. Yeah, they're, they're the knockoff. Generic Puffs. cereal. Yeah, generic cereal. Is Which place. is just as good as normal cereal, by the way. It depends. Sometimes, yes. I bought a knockoff cereal of like the Cinnamon Life. It was bad. It was real bad. You know what's crazy? What? When we were at the store and I got that, I saw another one... For Frosted Flakes. And they were called Frosted Flakes. But they weren't actually like Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. Because technically like Frosted Flakes with capital F's are Kellogg's. If you noticed when I've seen that before, they're lowercase F's. They're <laughs> describing the flaked cereal as being frosted. frosted. So it's like Frosted Flakes cereal or something. is what they, And it's all always lowercase. Like look at that next time you see it. I will definitely. At least that that's I, what I've noticed. I mean, I could be crazy there. I mean, that's like a mind-blowing revelation that Mm -hmm. I never knew. I just looked at it and was like, how can they call those Frosted Flakes? That seems crazy. Because it's just describing the cereal. They're flakes that are frosted. Yeah, but that's that's what the other ones are. Okay, okay, no, because like, okay, take like Lucky Charms, okay? Not all charms are going to, they usually call it marshmallow cereal because that's what it is. They're describing the cereal every time, so it's like... That one is cocoa peanut butter puffs. They're puffs of cereal that are cocoa and peanut butter. They're not Instead calling them Reese puffs, you know. Oh, okay. But with frosted flakes, it's flakes of cereal that are frosted. You can't describe it any other way, unless you're calling it like frosted oats. Yeah, there you go. That might <laughs> frosted, frosted oat clusters. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that'll you can't. work. You it, can't. It, it probably. It, I don't think that works. It doesn't. I didn't mean to talk about cereal so much on this podcast. But that's okay. We like tangents. But, but as, you know as long what? as we can get back to the... Do you remember when you used to try to not let me tangent? You know, I did. That was a terrible time for me. Was it really? It really it hurt a lot. Okay, good. Like, so I should do it again. No. <laughs> Halloween is for scaring, not for hurting. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I can... I If I can scare you without hurting you, we'll, we'll make that happen. Yeah. Just do more of the, the creepy laugh voices, like Sammy Terry it up, and then I think you'll be okay. Should I talk like that the whole episode? I don't know. I, mean, I, feel, I feel like that'll lose its funny if I do it the whole episode. Unless we like specifically do one where we're like telling scary stories. Like you have a really good like scary story voice. But I don't know if I would want to do just like a regular podcast where you were like. Like I'm just talking. 
talking all the time like this. <laughs> David tried to do nothing. that at one point in one of our wine and dine episodes where we were like interviewing the, the almost married couple. David was like, oh, I'm Mr. Serial and put on his like radio voice. And at like at three minutes in, me and Ashley look at him. We were like, fucking stop. <laughs> 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 this is not what you sound like. Unlike Josh, who actually basically sounds like that all the time. But for real though. This is actually a fake voice that he's doing right now. Yeah. Yeah. Not that's not I don't actually sound like this all the time. He not has a really. smile on his face. He usually looks like he hates everyone. I have no idea what you're talking I'm about. <laughs> don't let them know about my resting bitch face, man. That's me, actually. <laughs> I get called out on that all the time. They'll be like, um, are you okay? Yeah. You just look upset. It's just my face. <laughs> God. Well, getting into the actual meat of this episode, we always got to start it. You know how we do. We mm-hmm. need like a weird news jingle. Can we have like a weird news jingle? I mean, but yeah, but right now it's Halloweeny, so it would be different anyway. Yeah. We'll have a weird that's, news that's jingle. What, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, wanna, I, want, I want to have a weird news jingle so that way when we do themed episodes, we can change up the weird news jingle. Can I just like have you say weird news and then like echo it or something? Like weird news, weird news, weird news. I don't know. That actually sounds awesome. Can we do that? I mean, I don't, I, I can try. <laughs> I don't well, maybe, know how good maybe, my editing maybe, skills are. Well, I don't, I was going to say, like, if I had like a, like a voice enhancer, I could be like, like project my voice and like, weird news, weird news, I mean, I could probably get on Snapchat really quick and like record myself sounding like a chipmunk. That's about all I can do. Yeah. We're, we're, we're just going to let that go for now. Get, we're just, we're just going to let that go for now. Okay. It's okay. Weird news time though. <laughs> and I went first last time. So it's oh, it's my turn. Okay. Yep. Don't worry. I am definitely keeping with the Halloween theme of scary things that I don't want to see. And uh, that is that Vladimir Putin has once again gone bare chested for the 2019 calendar. <laughs> That's your spooky thing. It's Putin. Shirtless. That's your spooky thing? Yeah. Is it shirtless Putin? Yeah. I feel like it would be more scary if it was a shirtless Trump. Oh, well, absolutely. But I mean, I haven't seen the calendar. Maybe it's. I like, mean, I wouldn't even say that Putin's really a bad-looking guy. I mean, he's just he's old. He's not. He's just old. I, he scares me. Why? He's Putin. <laughs> he's Russian and angry, and he tells homeless people that they're supposed to be home by 10 p.m. He gave a curfew to homeless people, and it's not that they need to be in the shelter. It's that he got flack for having laws against homelessness. So now there's not a law against being homeless. There's a curfew and if you're not at your home by 10 p.m every night you go to jail so he's just putting homeless people in jail yeah but it's because they broke the curfew not because they're homeless that's a scary guy right there he like d and d that shit and thought around <laughs> the around the parameters <laughs> yeah he most certainly did i feel like that's all politicians are they're just like Clever ass D and D players that DMs don't want to play with anymore, so yeah. they're trying to affect like their actual life. Speaking of weird side tangent, really quick before I get into the meat and bones of my weird news, um, so Jesse has a campaign that we're doing right now, and we were broken up into teams for this maze. So Caitlin and I, with a bunch of NPCs, were on one team, um, and then Chase with a bunch of other NPCs or with another team, and like we just kind of set it up that way, just luck of the draw. Right. Caitlin and I are still in the maze. I'm going to pause for dramatic effect because we've been playing for a couple weeks now. Oh. Caitlin and I are still in the maze. Chase got out within two hours of actual gameplay time and then went back in the maze two more times. And you're 
You're we're still, we're in, still the in the maze. Um, Jesse says we haven't paid attention to like what makes up the maze and how the maze is made and how the maze shifts. And so that's our fault. And Chase figured it out right away. So he was able to like use his powers to manipulate and stuff. Right. And we're just sitting there like every time an enemy comes up, we're just killing it. Like, you know, like we're, we're doing our thing. Meanwhile, Chase has like beaten three bosses and has gone back in the maze twice. He's now level five. We're all level two. Oh. Because he just keeps leveling up because we're taking our sweet ass time. That's unfortunate. I have a feeling Jesse's going to stop playing with us sooner than he's going to start playing, stop playing with Chase. <laughs> That's not fun. And I just wish I knew what would, I can't figure it out. Like as a, as a player, I'm like, I don't know what you want me to pay attention to. Normally in that kind of situation, if I'm not getting it as a player, what I try to do is use it like, because one one thing that you got to remember as a player is that your character knows things that you as a player probably don't. Mm -hmm. And your DM can give you clues that your character might understand that you as a player might not understand. And so like, say for example, like, there's a puzzle that you don't get and you've thought about it in your brain as a player, but you don't get it. But like it involves something that your character might be familiar with. Be mm -hmm. like, I'm going to roll an intelligence check to see if my character understands anything about this that I'm not getting right now. And see, then I, haven't, there, I haven't asked about an intelligence check, but I, I usually am like, okay, can I roll a perception check? See if I notice anything, see if I notice anything different about this wall, see if anything's sticking out. Are there any rocks that shouldn't be there? Is there any cold spots? Like, cause he makes me tell him what I'm looking for kind of specifically. Yeah. You're like, okay, what are you looking for? Like you're looking for like a cold spot, a way out, something on the floor. Are you looking at the wall? Like, and so I, I haven't seen anything. Like he, he, um, do you notice anything? No, there's, there's nothing odd about it. No, no, you don't notice anything yet motherfucker <laughs> so well, I anyway think, i think the the important thing to, to remember there is that there's supposed to be a pattern mm -hmm. so if you can if you can get him to give you a hint as to what the pattern is maybe you can figure it out from there yeah i got it we that's, gotta figure something out that's that's my random bit of because we're getting back together here in like a week and a half or something and like i think that's probably the last time we're going to be able to get out of the maze before we just fail our like it's like a quiz test whatever so i'm pretty sure he's just gonna fail us after like yeah, if we don't get gonna out, get kicked out of school and then yeah they're gonna live on the street and be we're gonna have to people. no we're gonna have to turn into villains because we didn't get accepted as heroes like it's gonna really change his story i hope he's prepared for I, it if i told you us, have, have i told you that like if if that's what would probably happen to me like if i had superpowers i would be i would be a villain turned hero or a hero turned villain. No, no, I would be a hero, I would be a villain turned hero. Here's why. So, in in and this complete irrelevant. Yeah, he gets a tangent now too. Complete Don't worry, we're gonna tangent. get back to Putin. <laughs> <laughs> He's the most important part of this podcast, after all. But uh, if if I had superpowers, I know for a fact that I would. Not use them for good Abuse things. them in the I, beginning. I would, I would most certainly do things that I'm probably not supposed to do. More than likely become either a villain or do villain-like things. Like mm -hmm. steal money from people. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I just know that about myself. I know that about having those types of things. Unless other people also have them. In which case that would be normal. So, like, for example. The the, the example that I, was, I, I gave the last time I had this conversation with somebody. Have you ever seen the movie Jumper? Mm-mm. 
So in the movie Jumper, these people have the ability to teleport, like literally from okay. wherever they are to anywhere using these like extra dimensional wormholes. Okay. And they just like open up and close as they go in and out of places. So in the movie, the person who realizes he has this power starts robbing the shit out of banks. He can just like jump his way into the banks, steal money, and then jump his way out. And okay. then just go do whatever he wants. That's literally what he does with his life. He just gets a shit ton of money, buys a shit ton of stuff. And it just goes places. Like, he teleports himself to, like, the top of the Pyramid of Giza and, like, to all these, like, national landmarks he always wanted to visit and couldn't. Yeah. Just because, like, why not? As long as he's seen it, he can go there. So, like, if he sees it in a picture, he can teleport himself there. Okay. And a bunch of other nonsense. So, like, eventually, he, because of his, his villainous nature, someone has to come stop him. And there's, mm-hmm. like, an entire, like, police force that's, like, sp- like specific to... Finding jumpers is what they call them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, you find out that there's more than one jumper, and there's, like, actually, like, a, a bunch of them, and there's, like, a cult of jumpers, and it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a whole thing that we don't need to get into right now because I'm not <laughs> trying to give away the plot of the movie. But I know that, for example, if I had the power to jump, I would do exactly that. I mm-hmm. would fix all of my immediate problems, mm-hmm. which involve getting a lot of money that I have not earned, mm-hmm. and then paying off a bunch of debt, and then just going to do random shit that I want to go do because I have the power to do that now. And I then know, because someone would probably have to stop me, Mm -hmm. um, that what I'm doing is wrong, and I would need to fix that. And then, after that that point has been reached, I would then start to do... All Might shit. Maybe not All Might. I don't think I'm I'm, I'm not that guy. He'll just show up with a big old smile. I am here. No. Would your hero name be Sinful Chocolate? No. What would it be? It depends on my power. Okay, if you could jump, what is your superhero name? Sinful Jumper? No. Chocolate what? Jumper? <laughs> Stop it. Um, I don't know. Maybe like Phase? Sinful Chocolate Phaser? I'm done with you right now. <laughs> Back on topic. Putin. Putin shirt or lack thereof. Lack thereof. Um, so, and it also, the... He's not just shirtless. He's shirtless with animals to display his sensitive side. Oh, okay. That's it. Can I, is there a picture? Uh, there's one of him in a hot spring to celebrate the Russian Orthodox Church's traditional celebra- celebration of Epiphany. Of Epiphany? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is, but that's what the article says. That's just one of the pictures, and then there's also apparently pictures of him cuddling with like baby animals. Okay. And um, side note, on the bottom of this article, um, there's another article that says, is is Vladimir Putin the ultimate man? And it's a picture of him fishing shirtless. What upsets me most about the fact that he's shirtless is nine times out of ten in these pictures, he's not pantsless, but he wears his pants almost to his nipples. You know that picture of Kylo Ren, and he's just like weird. But he's just like yeah, that, like, like it's this like thing right up, here at his yes. waist. Yeah, that's how Vladimir Putin wears his pants. Is like weird. all the way up that high, and that's scary all in itself. Who taught <laughs> you to do that? Who hurt you, Vladimir? Who hurt you? <laughs> just saying. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Like, hold on, let me. Oh my god. Let me show you. Let me show you. No, don't show me. I'm going to go into another laughing fit. Oh my god. Well, he has a gun in this one, so like I can't. Oh, he does karate. He does karate. Congrats, Putin. He's like shirtless riding a horse. (laughs) 
It's just upsetting. Why do you wear your pants like that? Let me see. <laughs> Why does he wear his pants like that? His belly button is also like unnaturally high on his body. Okay, so here's, I think, the one that shows how high up he wears them the best. Like his arms are right underneath his yeah, pecs. That's and like, like they're it's like right, right there. Here. And then scroll to the next picture. Like they're really high it's like, up. It's like right next to his belly button. But like his belly button is also unnaturally high up. It's like in the dead center of his stomach rather than down by his like pelvic bone. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. It's like right here. Guys, just go look up. If you Vladimir dare, Vladimir Putin shirtless, and I'm telling you, it's gonna kind of fuck with you as a person. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Okay, well, mine mine is kind of in the spirit of it's not exactly spooky, but it's it's interesting, and uh, I want to say maybe possibly a little creepy. Uh, so, girl who's eight years old finds ancient sword in Swedish lake. I saw that. She like King Arthur'd that shit. Basically. Um, she she found a 1,000-year-old sword while swimming in a lake. Uh, the sword, which was found over the summer, is now on display at this place that I can't pronounce museum and Try this it. place I can't pronounce Try Sweden. it. Try it. I want to <sighs> see you butcher this. Screw you, Megan. <laughs> Junko Ping's Lans Museum. Okay. In Junko Ping, Sweden. You know what? That's what it is now. Her name is Saga Vinasek, though. Oh. Vanasek. That's amazing. Saga. Now, I always wonder whether or not I'm pronouncing names correctly because um, have you Wanna got... check? Well, like the phonetic issue, whatever with it. The The reason I say that is like, um, God, what's her name? She's that Irish actress and you pronounce her name, I think, Cersei, but it looks like Sar... S-O-I-R... Hold on. I have no idea who you're referencing here. The only Cersei I know is from Game of Thrones. And I love to hate that bitch. Irish actress. Okay. <laughs> just, like you, just like you fucking typed in uh, green okay, skeletor when okay, I was streaming Smite. You make fun of me, but her name is Cersei Ronan or whatever. But it's she's the first one that popped up. Okay, so An go ahead Irish and keep making fun of me. Yes, for Irish actress. It's um, S A. O I R S E. The fuck? Sousy? Sour? Sours? Yeah. Uh huh. And I'm trying what is to. Cersei? I, I think so. I'm trying to remember how you say her name. Here's an interview with Vogue. They'll probably tell me how to say her name. Susai. Sersha. 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 I'm honored. So honored. Also, myself to be in London. I know. Listen to that accent. With suitcase, do you want to come in? Yes. Great. Okay. How often do you have downtime these days? Oh, gosh. It depends on how much I'm working. Look at, look at that. Yeah. Depends on how much I'm working. Go get some food. Yeah. Go get some food. Um, anyway, yeah. I would have never figured out how to pronounce that name. So, like... <laughs> you, those yes. Oh, my <laughs> God. Um, did you turn into a bear? And, like, your mom ate the fucking bear? Do you not remember when I was, like, fucking reading all of those yes, in, like, the worst were, Scottish accent I could do? God. Oh, Jesus. Throwback episodes. Anyway, that was a tangent to say that we don't know if phonetic... Sertia. Yeah, if they... If, preneti- if phonetically... If phonetically his thing would even be able to be pronounced. So you never know. 
Either way, uh, the girl who's, who found the sword uh, told the local that she initially thought it was some kind of stick, but she thought it was weird because it had a handle. Cool and saw handle. at the saw it was a little bit pointy at the end and it was all rusty and so she held it up and I said daddy I found a sword <laughs> <laughs> and when he saw that it was bent and rusty he came running up and took it from me it's kind of like that vine and she's like hey what do you have there and he goes a knife and she's like no and like he's like running around the pool with it <laughs> that's all I'm picturing daddy a sword no the sword itself, which is uh, 85 centimeters long and made of both metal and wood, is believed to have come from the pre-Viking era, which could make it as old as 1,500 years old. Dang. After Saga discovered the sword, archaeologists also decided to search the lake for more ancient items, and they also found a brooch from the 3rd century, and they're continuing to search the lake for more relics. Do you think they'll find the Loch Ness Monster there? Why? Because, obviously, it's not in Lake Loch Ness. They've searched it a million Nessie's times. Nessie's not real. Yes, she is. Don't ever say that. <laughs> you want to talk about conspiracy theories. I am. Nessie is very much alive. Don't you ever, ever say that again. I, uh, sorry. I Every time that you say that, I'm going to show you another picture of Vladimir Putin without a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and his upsettingly high belly button. <laughs> His upsettingly light high waistline. And and that's supposed to stop me from doing all my... That's the punishment? Yeah, I'm just for... going to mail you random pictures of Vladimir Putin now. You joke. The FBI's going to put you on some kind of fucking watch Guys, list artsy people, artsy people, can one of you guys make us a t-shirt of Vladimir Putin without a shirt on? I feel like you're not allowed to do that. No, no, no. Okay, it doesn't have to have Vladimir Putin's face on it. Just, I, you know those shirts where it, like, looks like you have lots of abs? Like, not, like, looks like it, but it's supposed... Or, or, it's or like, like a picture of like, abs? Like, like, aprons that have, like, the skinny people in bikinis on them or whatever. Yeah. Can someone make me an apron, but it's just of Vladimir Putin's chest and how high up his belly button is, and then make sure that the pants go up, you know? Like, just really get a good one. I'll pay you. If you make it, I'll, <laughs> I'll buy it. I'll pay you. Yeah, you make it, I'll buy it. Thank you. Get on it. Please That's backwards. Please and thank you. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to, like, this is just for my own pleasure. Oh, okay. Like. This isn't like merch for the. It could be. If you guys want it to be merch, I feel like that would be the merch that, like, everybody's like, I don't understand that. I don't, I don't <laughs> get it. Like, I can get fast backwards. It's something you say. I can get chicken run. I've seen it. So, you know, <laughs> I, I do understand. <laughs> Dude, okay. dude. So, uh, me and me and the wifey were were in Chicago mm -hmm. not too long ago, and because of the marathon that's about to happen there, there was like a very increased police presence. Mm -hmm. And while we were walking by, I was like making the joke because they were all like like on a corner. I think they were waiting on something or whatever, uh, maybe for like some important event, probably the marathon, some degree, mm -hmm. but or like something happening before the marathon because the marathon doesn't actually start till Monday. But um, the um, as I was walking by a bunch of them, I was like, like, why are all these people here? Like, shouldn't they still be on patrol or some shit? And I started <laughs> laughing to myself. And then patrol. I was going to send you a picture like, why aren't these cops still on patrol? But I didn't want them to like think that I was doing something weird when I turned around to like take a picture of yeah. all of them or something. So I, I let that be. But I, I had like a silent moment to myself where I really wanted to send you 
a bunch of shit about still being on it's patrol. It's the thought that counts. Thank you. I I'm just glad I got to share that moment because I thought it was going to have to be lost to time. You know what, guys? Um, let's just go ahead and make Vladimir Putin's bare-chestedness. Just We're going to add it to our pile of merch that doesn't exist. Okay. So that's, that's going to be a thing. Watch. Now. We're going to get one guy, like one, one guy or girl that's going to be like, I really fucking love this podcast. I'll make this shit for you guys. If you do that, I will buy it. It's like Field of Dreams. If you build it, they will come. If you make it, I will buy it. Okay? Like, I'm telling you right now, please do this for me. <laughs> please. 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 <laughs> okay, I'm done with my weird news. And are you... Are you well, yeah, I'm, you, I'm basically done with Yeah, it's news. like, you can keep going. I keep tangenting about Vladimir Putin because it's like, <laughs> it really works with the Halloween uh, thing. Apparently, um, it, it, really, it really scares you. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not so sure if I'm so scared as disturbed. It disturbs me. That's a good word. His belly button is so high, Josh. <laughs> So okay, high. we're done with that. We're done with that. Okay. So, continuing the spookiness of this theme. Why do you sound like month. Help Helen Smash? What? Steven. <laughs> do you not? Have you never seen Help Helen Smash? Help Hell? Help Helen Smash. <laughs> no, what is that? Oh my God! It's just this woman that discovered the filter on Snapchat that makes your face turn into like a rectangle looking thing. Okay. And she goes up to her boyfriend all the time. And since it also alters your voice, she like alters it and then it alters it on top of it. And she's like, Steven, let me smile. (laughs) Like she just does shit like that all the time. Like that's what she's known for on like Vines and uh, now Facebook Watch or whatever. I've never seen that before. God. Okay, but that's the voice you were doing. You were like, on the spookiness. And I was on like, the spookiness of Steven. this week <laughs> and this month. I'll have to show you those videos after we're done. Definitely. Remind me to do that. Definitely. So that way I can enjoy it and the hilarity. Yeah. So today we decided to talk about a few things that have been plaguing me. Ultimately, I think that scary movies are just bad. Mm-hmm. They're just bad. And I think it comes down to the fact that we don't have very many good ones. That's true. Anymore. We don't. And so I thought I would help reduce the plague of shitty movies Mm -hmm. by offering some ideas of things that I think would make for good scary movies. Ooh, okay. So are you basing this off of scary movies that you've already seen and doing the opposite? Or are you like picking apart the best parts of movies? No, these are literally just my thoughts. Oh, okay. There, there, there's been no high level thought put in. Oh no, I'm just whatsoever. waiting. I'm waiting for I'm your kidding. thoughts. I'm, I'm just kidding. kidding. <laughs> uh, there, there was some high level thought, but not, not as much as one might think based on that intro. So, so before you get started on your ideas or whatever, do you mind if I like read what are supposedly the best scary movies, so toast. that way they have something to like compare it to? Yeah, and then after we go through each one, we can talk about it as long as I've seen it. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, here's a list of the 25 scariest horror movies of all time. And I believe all that time. they are ranked in order. Yes. It says of all time. Does this it start is, at 25? Yes. Okay, good. So this is from a man named Mark Beaumont and he just posted this in May. Okay. Okay. So he's saying that number 25 is the strangers. You seen it? It's the one where they wear the masks and the yeah. people are in the house. Yeah. That one was decently scary. I would say so. I think that one came out in like 2000 something, 2008. Yep. 
Uh, number 24 is Rosemary's Baby. I've not seen 1968. That. Um, I That's haven't seen why. it. That's probably why. It came out in 1968. It says, imagine uh, horror made a prequel to The Omen, and you have Roman Polanski's Rosemary Baby, the 60s most chilling horror flick in which um, Mia Farrow is duped into mothering Beelzebub's child by building by a building full of undercover Satanists. What? Apparently, a satanic cult gets Mia Farrow to raise Beelzebub's child. No, no, I got that part. I'm just like, what about the plot? Mm-hmm. No, I, I understood it. I'm not old. Oh. <laughs> Shamefully looks away. Um, number 23 is The Fly. Also never seen it. Apparently, it's a David Cronenberg hit. Um, Jeff Goldblum accidentally merges with a fly while trying to invent teleportation and slowly watch, watches bits of himself fall off. <laughs> that doesn't sound scary at all. Uh, number 22 is The Babadook. That one actually did scare me. I think I have seen that one. What's it about again? Um, a child starts talking to something in a new house. Um uh, the Australian art house hit is among the finest types thanks to its Dr. Seuss meets Freddy Krueger baddie. The scariest moment is the ba- Babadook croaks its name through uh, her bed sheets as she cowers underneath them. I remember that. Yeah. Yep. That, 20- was, that was pretty, pretty crazy. Pretty uh, creepy. That actually, it, it creeped me creepy. out. It really did. That's the word I was looking for. Um, 21 is Carrie. Nope. Yeah, I don't think that, like, no, you haven't seen it? I haven't or? seen it. Oh, Prom queen gone like telekinetic powers gone. Oh, murder. Nope. It's that one's pretty good. Um, number 20 is the orphanage. I've never seen it. Nope. Never seen it. Uh, more, creepy. Kid. It says this horror genre has more creepy kids hanging around it than a young conservatives meeting. Oh Lord. Um, at least they didn't make a, Never mind. I was going to make like a, like a priest joke. Oh shit. But, Oh, no. Hard pass. Uh, number <laughs> hard number pass. 19 is A Nightmare on Elm Street, the 1984 version. First one. Okay. Uh, number 18 is Don't Look Now. Never seen it. Uh, it's a 1973 movie. It's serial killer on the loose around ancient Venice. Hmm. Um, then a morning couple is seeing visions of their dead daughter in her red coat wandering in alleyways. That's... So it's like ghost serial killer haunting... Occult stuff. Huh. Uh, number 17 is Wolf Creek. Never seen that either. Me neither. A uh, group of stranded kids wander into a remote serial killer lair type movies. Hmm. Um, number 16, It Follows. That was fucking... It wasn't necessarily like jump out of my seat scary, but like that one made me that uncomfortable. That name sounds familiar. It's the one where um, these people basically have to have sex, and once they have sex, it follows them, and they have to have sex with a different person to get it to go, like, haunt them. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah. Uh, basically, uh, yeah, I, mean, I think I described it pretty pretty well. Um, it's like, it, but it, like, it's jump scare. It's, it's a lot of jump scares. It's not like creepy haunting makes you have nightmares for weeks, but it, like, it was like a jump scary type movie. Oh. Um, number 15 is The Evil Dead. Uh, that's, I think that's the one where they like read that creepy book, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, 14 is Saw. 13 is 28 Days Later. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12 is Silence of the Lambs. Oh, uh, okay. 11 is Halloween. 10. Like the, yeah, like Halloween. Like Michael Myers? Yeah. Okay. Uh, number 10 is The Thing. I've never seen it. 
I know of it, but I can't say I've actually... It's an older movie, I'm pretty sure. Uh, apparently, they awaken a shape-shifting alien parasite from ice in Antarctic uh, areas. When did it come out? Uh, 1982. Yeah, that's what's so weird. I'm pretty sure oh, it was God. the 90s. Uh, killer alien that pulls people's heads off and then grows spider legs out of their bodies and runs away. That's... Creepy. Uh, number nine is actually Paranormal Activity. That was well. No, Paranormal Activity was a was a pretty pretty creepy movie. Like followed up by the Blair Witch Project. Also, it needs to be on there. I was gonna. I was actually gonna say if Paranormal Activity is on there, I do think it was phenomenal. It was creepy. I like the way that they did it, but they were basically copying Blair Witch, and then Blair Witch is on there. Blair Witch is yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, seven is called Funny Games. Never heard of it. It's a 1997 movie. Um, I guess it's like a random killing of teenagers. So it's like, it's even creepier because there doesn't seem to be like a motive or a next victim. Like you never know who it's hmm. going to be. Uh, number Seems six pretty suspenseful. is the ring. Number five is alien. <laughs> number four is the shining. I wouldn't be surprised if The Shining was... I figured The Shining would be it in the top to five. It has to be, yeah. Even if it's not, like, necessarily the scariest thing I've ever seen, like, that's the most classic scary movie I can think of. Well, not of. only that, like, it because the horror itself is uh, much more in the suspense and atmosphere than mm-hmm. much much of the other things, it doesn't necessarily need to jump scare you yeah. to get you out of your seat. Like, just the suspense of what's going on and the eventual actual happenings. I'm sorry, but, like, I won't lie, I... Ever since seeing that movie for the longest time, if there's any type of flickering lights in a hotel hallway, you're just like done. Nope. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Not here. I'm sleeping under the covers. The killer can't kill me if I'm under the covers. Anyway, uh, number three is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Not surprised. Number two is The Exorcist. Also not surprised. Number one, also super not surprising to me, is The Omen. Okay. Okay. So that is... I can, I can see that. You know what, Guy? I don't necessarily disagree with your list. I think you had some real good ones on there. I probably need to like watch the older ones mm-hmm. to understand why they need to be put on the list. But if anything, I feel like older horror movies do more to set up their horror situations than well, a lot they had of the to newer do movies more. do. Like, and they that, didn't that, have that all the point. CGI craziness. Yeah, and I think one of the things that's really good about old horror movies, because they didn't have a lot of CGI craziness, or just if they did, by today's standards, it would look fucking ridiculous, yeah. is, like, most of their horror is, for the most part, pretty real. Mm-hmm. Like, very few things happen in older horror movies that aren't, like shit this couldn't happen to me mm-hmm. because like a lot of horror movies these days focus on like extraterrestrial shit and like supernatural shit yep. and like well i guess technically those things could happen to me like there's there's been no concrete proof of the supernatural yet so like i can't be afraid of that in my everyday life because whatever but i can be afraid of a fucking serial killer yes. you know what i mean like I, I can be afraid of this dude fucking like stalking me and and all that other shit so like here are i'm gonna call it josh's five things that horror movies need to do to become horror movies again okay thing number one and this goes into my first point i think the horror itself needs to be more relatable 
Um, and the ways that you do that, in my opinion, are making it about things that could actually happen to people in real life right now, like serial killers, uh, shit that you see like these uh, there's a bunch of newer horror movies about shit happening over social media that's really fucking cool and we need to explore that more um but like that's that's a thing we we definitely need to make the horror itself more relatable especially to the current audience if you want them to both understand and appreciate it Mm -hmm. two like stop with all the fucking monster nonsense like monster mashes were cool back in the day but like (laughs) no they're so done. Yeah, guys. like I'm not saying that there's not like cool monsters and there there aren't cool things you can do with that, but like the whole slasher variety, like grotesque mon- monstrosity things, nobody really cares about as mm-hmm. much anymore. So like, stop focusing on like monstrosities. Three, stop focusing on ghosts and shit mm-hmm. for the same reason. Like people of the modern era don't care as much about those things because. I don't want to say we're not as superstitious, but for the most part, like we have more documented evidence that these things may or may not be real. So like we, we need more scientific proof, at least in the movie, if you're going to add that shit. Yeah. So like make it relatable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thing three, um, I feel like horror movies are specifically about either young people or old people, never people in between, or at least if, if it is people in between, it's very few and far between people in between. Well, damn, you're right. Like, it's either incredibly young people doing incredibly stupid things, or it's about, like, people who are stuck in their ways, or they may not necessarily be, like, old, like, elderly, mm-hmm. but, like, over 30, over 40, dealing with whatever supernatural shit's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And why don't we have, like, 20-somethings dealing with a serial killer or whatever? I, yeah. I see nothing wrong with that. And here's my final thing, and this is, in my mind, the most important we need more intelligent uh, serial killer movies. We need more intelligent um, victims. Yes. I Nothing is more terrifying to me than everybody doing everything in their power to stop someone from hurting or killing them, whether it's a monster or otherwise, and that not working. Yes. That is more terrifying than anything else. Because if you're running away from something and you've tripped, you fucking deserve to die. Mm -hmm. But, like, if you go and, like, you fucking bolt the door and you go into the bathroom and you turn off all the lights and all that shit, and it still finds you, that means it's smart. And that's the 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 scariest part about it is the intelligence it's not the fact that they have a gun and they're in your house it's like they're or or that they're gonna like dismember you or some shit no it's that they're smart enough to find you while you're being smart Mm -hmm. that's what i need i need i need more smart people being victims yes i what i want in my type of horror movie well, A, I completely agree with you, is that I want smart victims because I'm real tired of like, oh, they died because they were upstairs drinking, having sex after one of their friends already died. Like, Or like after their friend no. went missing and yeah. like they're stupid, horny teenagers and they're like, oh, this is a creepy place. This is a great atmosphere to get down. Like, I want, who the fuck does that? I want the group of friends to all stick together. I want them to actually listen and have a plan. I want one of them to realize that they can, I don't know, Call the police. Yeah. Well, okay. Oh, my landline is down. I don't have a signal out here. Okay, bitch, you were on Facebook two minutes ago. You can't get anybody to call the police for you? For real. 
you do have a signal on here. There or are at several least, things. Or at least like text like even if like maybe you don't have consistent signal. Maybe text you have a enough million, signal yeah. to text somebody and say, Hey, I am at this location, send the police here. Also, almost all of the phones nowadays, like if I hit the power button on my phone consecutively five times, like really quick five times that still gets it, that gets, it still will, gets the emergency people. it will take a picture and it will send it to the three closest people in my phone to let them know my location and the picture involved in what i've just taken and oh, so shit. yes I and then you do that it, that's cool yeah and it turns the gps on on my phone so that once somebody can call on my behalf or whatever their my gps signal your, is already on my phone. that's really cool i didn't think it was that new of a technology and so, like, I want a movie where everybody does everything right. They call the police. They get the people. They tell people their location. Uh, their phones aren't, like, randomly going off. Because I'm sorry, if someone's in my house, maybe this is just my opinion. But one of the first things I'm going to do is I'm going to turn the ringer off on my fucking phone. Because I For know real? I'm going to keep it with me. And I don't want sexy back to come on my phone while somebody is hunting me down. Right. Because that doesn't make sense. God. Like, I, I also hate it when they're like, oh, no, it's fine. We'll all go our own separate way. If someone's trying to kill me, you best believe everyone is sticking by my side. You got a shit, I'm coming in with you. I don't care how bad it smells. For real. Like, like no, you, 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 that's how you survive. And so that's the point. Like, these people aren't trying to survive. They're being mm-hmm. stupid movie people. Yeah. And that's what I don't want. More importantly, I also want, like, it's, it, it ramps up the creepiness and the horror factor, in my opinion, if someone comes to help and then they die too. Like, if... If, yes. for example, these teenagers are, like, somewhere where they shouldn't be or whatever, because I'm not going to say teenagers shouldn't do that, because that's, teenagers do that. I did that as a teenager. But, like, they, they're in, like, place, they're, they're whatever, they call the police, the policeman shows up and gets murdered. Yes. That's, that's fucking because terrifying. Because that takes away that last stitch of hope. You have hope. That's the worst part about it, is you're like, oh, okay, we're safe, it's all right, oh my god, and he's dead. And then the police officer dies. So, like, one of the, one of the most, like... I won't call it. Well, it, it was pretty scary. Um, but are, are you familiar with Resident Evil Seven? Yes. And why it's like fucking scary in yes. comparison to the rest of the Resident, games? I played. Uh, I've not played to completion or anything, but I know the storyline behind all of the Resident Evil games. Okay, good. So, like, one of my I played it at a friend's house, like to finish, not not to completion, but mm-hmm. just to, to finish the storyline. And one of the most gripping moments for me was as as a person trapped in this random ass fucking house. You get the chance to call the police, and you do. And then at at some point in the nearest future, the policeman shows up yeah. and then gets murdered by the guy you then have to fight. <laughs> that is that is like the scariest shit to me. Because yeah. my brain is like, okay, something's going to happen. We're going to like go somewhere else now, and then the horror is going to continue elsewhere. No, no, he's not safe. So then how am I safe? If if the dude with the automatic weapons can't save me, yes. holy fuck! What what kind of shit am I in? That that was the thought that I had when I watched that dude get murdered, and that was mind blowing. Mm-hmm. And I wish more things did that. Well, and I think that's. I mean, speaking of video games, I think that's part of the reason I never finished Outlast. Um, not for the fact that you like call the police and shit, but like, I I was I almost peed my pants playing that game um, because like. You initially are finally, like, in the very beginning, you're like, fuck this, I'm getting out of here. And you try to get out, and then this giant guy comes, and he, like, whispers in your ear, no, 
you're not. And then you wake up and he's like disappeared, but you know, like, okay, now all the doors are locked. There's no possible way I can get out. He's disabled every single bit of the security system that would allow me to help get out. So now I have to figure out how to solve this and get out. But in order to solve this, I got to go down the basement and turn some shit on. Oh my God. There's a serial killer in the basement too. Like for some reason, that 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 game just got to me and i've played like i said i've played the resident evil games i mean left for dead's not that scary but like i've played those i played it is it is sufficiently creepy i've played to completion uh uh emily wants to play i i, I yeah. saw so like I, I i don't mind playing scary video games uh we did we recorded three episodes of outlast and that's all we recorded because i could not do it i don't blame you well i think uh, one of the one of the special things about outlast uh, same with Resident Evil 7 in my opinion is that they put they make it first person and that matters a whole lot more to the horror mm-hmm. than you will ever understand like even in situations where the game isn't scary I get freaked out by shit because I can't see it yeah like well because uh, the first thing it has you do is turn down the brightness to where it's like you can just barely see yep <sighs> but like one of my one of my most scary fucking video game moments happened actually the first time I played Oblivion Oblivion. Oblivion. Hang on. I'll get there. I'll get there. So that was the first time I had ever played a first-person RPG. Mm -hmm. And that concept seemed novel to me. I was Mm -hmm. like, I'm all about this game. I spent like 200 hours in that game, Mm -hmm. let me tell you. That's why I didn't play Skyrim a lot, because I had already played the shit out of Oblivion. I didn't want to commit another 200 hours of my life to a video game. Even though I've done that several other times in oh several other God. video games. I've definitely point. done that. <laughs> Monster Hunter World. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the fucking, like... In, in the beginning area, because you, you start off in like a sewer area, that's kind of common mm-hmm. in, in games like that nowadays. But um, in the sewer, you end up in a situation where you have to fight a zombie. And the zombie is like not a terrifying enemy. You see it coming from a mile away. But I didn't know that the corridor that the zombie comes from is connected to the corridor that I was in. And there's a chest right there. So I'm pretty sure they did this intentionally. Yeah. So I went over to the chest and I heard the zombie. And I'm like, fuck, where's the zombie? I don't see it. Whatever, I'm going to go for this chest. And so mm-hmm. I do shit in the chest, and all of a sudden, my character gets hit. And I'm like, oh, shit, what the fuck was that? And so I turn around, <laughs> and there's this giant fucking zombie in my face. And I freaked out, and I threw my controller, and, like, the zombie almost fucking killed me. And I contracted, like, zombie disease that I had to go fix later. But, like, that shit right there freaked me out more than any fucking horror game. Just because, like, I couldn't see it. I heard it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see it. And there was no frame of reference to know where it would have been. Yeah. If that was third person, I would have saw the motherfucker yeah. over there and I'd been like, the fuck away from me, zombie. Mm-hmm. But that's not what happened. Oh. So that, the, just the aspect, the, 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 the fact that it's in first person means that you as a player are much more engaged in what's going on because you're viewing it like you view literally everything yes, else. Yes, like it's not like you can see your player, you can see everything in the grand scheme of things. You can only see what you would naturally be able to see out of like peripherals. Exactly. And that <sighs> shit is terrifying. Well, okay, speaking on that point, I know that like paranormal activity has been done up. I think part of the reason that I loved Blair Witch so much. Not like love, like it's my favorite movie, but like I actually thought it was scary is because like you're literally seeing it through like one lens of somebody recording something. It's not like 18 people are recording it and you're getting all these side views and you know, like, oh, a jump scare is going to happen. Like you don't know what's going to happen. It's nope. just three kids out in the woods, you know, doing teenage shit. Like, and then all of a sudden at the end, there's like, oh my God, was that really a witch in the corner? Was that somebody standing? Was that person hanging? Like, and y- there's no editing to make it look better it's creepy to me 
And I would actually kind of like to see something else like that. I would too. Like you, you see, you see more horror from the perspective of the people that are in it, rather yes. than like the cameras that you know are around that are uh-huh. recording all this other nonsense. From like, like you said, the fifteen angles that you'd actually mm-hmm. see in the movie, make okay. it more relatable. Describe Point one. your perfect horror movie. I already did. No, I mean like, give me the setup. Who, who is in it? I know it's like an intelligent character, but like, how many people? Are we in the woods? Are we at a hotel? So are we, keep it, where are keeping we with like horror movie. <sighs> so this actually leads into my next point. So um, I actually kind of like wrote. I, I actually recently adapted it to fifth edition because I've done. Oh, you wrote I've a D campaign? Adapted all the things to fifth edition because that's the thing. Yeah. So I love five E. Yeah. Um, but there is <laughs> so the party. Mm-hmm. Um, is sent to this area by like their adventurers guild or whatever that the the past is irrelevant mm-hmm. because this is like a one off campaign. Um, they're sent to this area to investigate. They're told by these these villagers in this town that there's like a like a house on the hill that is haunted. Mm-hmm. And this is D and D, so like haunted things are like actually real. Yeah. Like they expect supernatural shit. They're gonna bring stuff for it. However, this is not haunted. There is a person here that is trying to kill them. Oh. And what they're doing is making it seem as if it's haunted so that way they can do all of these, like, you know, purifying and all this other shit. Mm -hmm. So that way they can, like, separate people and kill them. And so my job as a DM, if I'm, like, putting players through this, is to separate people and then kill them. Yes. So that that's what I plan to do. But like as of right now, I have written. There's like a bunch of they're not traps exactly, but like I have them like written as traps to like make things happen as if they were yeah. supernatural. Like like you step here, a door opens. Yeah, something, or like like yeah. something going by, looking like it's a ghost, creepy noises, all that other good shit. Do you have like music and everything planned yeah. out for the background? Like literally, yes. I, I've got like like half the half the music itself is is already like on my computer, ready to be like pulled up and yeah. whatnot like it's it's something i really want to do because i think that like themed campaigns aren't popular anymore and mm-hmm. i really want to bring that back especially like for things that are just like one-offs <laughs> or like having a random aspect of horror and like a, a campaign that normally doesn't do that it's yeah. like stuff i like to do so or maybe not horror just like themes in general um like there was one there was one campaign i ran where like i had an entire like subplot that was like 100 in like uh, basically medieval Japan mm-hmm. and it was fucking great and everybody loved it and then they had to leave and they were sad but uh, like I, I just I like that and so my my perfect horror movie would be something like that it would it would look like it's supposed to be something like The Exorcist but it's not but it's not I think that's also the creepiest when you're expecting something supernatural only to find out the scariest part was that it wasn't supernatural. It was people all along. And like, they're, they're doing whatever. I haven't like made a real reason for the bad guy to be there killing people yet. But it's supposed to be just fun horror well, nonsense anyway. I mean, that's kind of like that movie Scream, though. Like, in the end, she's like, what's your motive? Oh, she wants a motive. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just like killing people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> We were watching that at Jesse's mom's house last night. And literally, they're just quoting the movie. Because Scream... I actually love, not because it's scary, but because it's hilarious. Yeah, it, it, oh, it plays on. Oh, my mom and dad are gonna be so mad at me. It <laughs> plays on the general horror tropes. 
And that's what makes it both entertaining and interesting as yeah. the movie. It, it's it's subverting the general audience expectation mm-hmm. of that entire genre. I love it. Yeah, it's I, great. I absolutely love it. Definitely great. Anywho, we've but been... yeah, that's 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 my thing. Like yeah. I I would like I would probably write a movie along those same lines. Like there would be people there to investigate some paranormal activity that had been reported in this house or I guess in if it was a movie it'd probably be a mansion. Maybe I'll have it happen in a mansion mm-hmm. in the D and D campaign too. But um yeah. They would they would this group of people, I would assume most of them probably pretty young, maybe one of them who's older like a priest or something to exercise the demons or whatever the fuck. <laughs> um and they go there, they realize that the place is an elaborate hoax to lure people there and to murder them mm-hmm. for whatever the reason may be. Maybe it's a How long ritual. into the movie do they realize it's an elaborate hoax? Uh I want it to happen not not right at the end. I want it to be like like three fourths of the way through. Yeah, or maybe maybe even halfway. Like they they get to because the in in my mind when I'm having like all of my players investigate like their D and D shit, all the things that they try to go find, like if they're the dumb horror movie people and go like <laughs> chase after the shit, I want them to not find it. Yeah. And so the the point is, after they do find something, I want it. I want them to realize that it's like shittily made. It's mm-hmm. not actually anything that would look like a ghost. It just looked like it with the creepy noise that you heard earlier and the fact that it was far away from you. So I just uh, had a realization and I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. You're describing this movie and that's totally fine. But what it's reminding me of is the boy. Have you seen it? The boy? Yes. No. Okay. It's the one with the lady that plays Maggie in the walking dead. Do you not know? I don't know what that name is. I've, I've not watched the walking dead. She gets hired as a nanny. She's American she gets hired as a nanny in England because she's fleeing from a domestic relationship. And she's like, what a great option here. And this place has gone through like 60 nannies or oh, whatever. Lord. Yeah, okay. like they're just going through nanny after nanny. Because they're nannying a porcelain doll who her parents believe is actually their son. Or at least they pretend to. And she has to, like, lay out food for the doll, tuck in the doll, kiss the doll goodnight, read to the doll, teach the doll piano. Like, it's creepy. And in the beginning, she's like, whatever, they're not here. They went on vacation. I'm not doing this shit. This is fucked up. I'm getting paid hella money to To stay in this mansion, drink wine, whatever. Well, then her clothes start going missing and then she gets locked in the attic and like creepy shit starts happening. And then like she literally hears the pitter patter of these porcelain feet standing outside her door. And it's like, Greta, why aren't you playing with me? And it's like a little kid's voice and she's like fucking panicking. Well, in the beginning, her parents are like, oh, he's playful. And she finds like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich outside of her door. So she actually starts like caring for this doll, tucking it in at night, reading to it every day, letting it listen to Mozart. Like she is going crazy taking care of this, what you appear is a haunted doll. Total spoiler alert. Once again, skip forward 30 seconds if you don't want to know what I'm talking about. (laughs) But um, turns out the kid never died. He was never like 
they it's not like they're confusing him for being in this doll anymore he's a grown-ass man living in the walls of their house because before he died and became the doll he was uh, a suspect for murder so oh. the parents hid him in the walls and have been having them lay out food and shit for him because he needs to eat it and he'll sneak in later and eat it oh shit yeah play read really loud play mozart play because those are things that he likes and then they tuck in the doll every night but like he's watching them do it oh, from inside the walls that's that's really creepy but you were talking about they think it's supernatural they think it's something weird and crazy and creepy and haunted and whatever but it's just people it's just people Maybe I should watch it. Maybe I'm, I really I'm just, like I'm just saying. Like I know yours has I, a different premise, but it has a, it has the same kind of trope, where it's, and you also don't realize that until like three fourths, almost end of the movie. Well, like half the, like I want half of the like house adventure to be them trying to stop the dude. Yeah. Uh, because th- they're they're not. But originally... the dude that they think is a ghost. Huh. But the dude that they think is a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. So like. The the plan would be for them to for them to if everything is if everything goes perfectly, um, my goal is to want to scare them out mm-hmm. and then not let them leave so they freak out. Ooh, okay. Um, so if that works and they go like the places that I want them to go, it will it will proceed very perfectly and that won't ever be an issue. But of course, this is D and D. Yeah, players don't do what you want them to do. Yeah, but. As a whole, um, I want them to be freaked out by the supernatural nonsense that they don't believe they can fix mm-hmm. because it's not actually real. Try to leave and then not be allowed Try to. Try to leave, not be allowed to leave, and then from there, they should start to investigate. Okay. Like what's actually happening because obviously the supernatural thing may not be working. Mm-hmm. And that's when they're supposed to find all the shittily made supernatural shit, realize that it's not actually supernatural, and that something that's not supernatural is trying to fuck with them mm-hmm. and then find ways around the actual traps that he's set at that point in time. Um, and then avoid dying to then defeat the person that's trying to kill them. And then from there, leave the house. And then that's the adventure. I like that. I do. I like that. Which okay. means now you can't play it. Cause you know about it. I mean, do you remember? You can, you can do you help remember me, the you part where DM, I'm though. still stuck in a maze after like three weeks? I won't be good at your game. Yeah, I'm not saying you will be, but you'll know. But I promise. But here's not the thing: to you, you can, you can help. <laughs> don't you dare! You can, you can help me DM though. Oh, I'm terrible at DMing. No, 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 no. no. All, I, all I help you do is like make rolls and like say shit. I could be an NPC. That's what I mean. Yay! Okay, I'll do that. That way I can say I was a part of it before you become like a big star and make it like a Vin Diesel movie where he turned his D&D campaign into a movie. I really wish I could do that. That'd be really cool. I still need to see that, by the way. It's called The Witcher, right? I uh, think that's it. I don't think so. You don't think so? The Witcher is something totally different. The Witcher is a multi-million dollar game franchise. Bixby, what's the name of Vin Diesel's D&D campaign turned movie? You can talk to your phone that way. Yeah, but she's not listening. I'll just Google it like a normal fucking person. <laughs> like a normal fucking person. Um, oh, it's, okay. It's The Last Witch Hunter. It's not The Witcher, but it was close. I had the word witch in it. That's fair. Sandwich. 
Same thing. I don't think those are comparable. Side note, have you ever seen D and Diesel? Because that's shit's hilarious. D and Diesel? That's what he calls his D and D campaign. I think he only recorded like one, but like he's like, You don't believe me that I play D and D. I'll play a D and D campaign with you. That's right. He called it D and Diesel. That sounds it came amazing. out like three or four years ago, something like that. I need to look that up now. Yeah, you should. You definitely D&D's should. Old. And what you also should look up are better scary movies, guys, because sometimes they're just not, they're not good. Remember, remember the five rules of Josh better horror movies. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. No, the, stop. What <laughs> Damn, Megan. Um, rule number one, fuck. <laughs> I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Rule number one, um, make the premises more relatable. Mm-hmm. Like we need... We need more things that involve what people are doing nowadays. Lots of people are on their phone. Make maybe like a phone-centric horror situation. Social media that can be more interesting. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah blah. Second, like monstrosities and monsters, use them significantly more sparingly, please. Mm-hmm. We've seen far too many of them. They're not interesting or relatable. No. Like they they don't make for good villains or anything else of that nature unless like the movie isn't about horror and it has horror elements but that's irrelevant yeah because we're talking about horror movies rule number three like ghosts and shit i'd say use those sparingly as well i'm not saying you can't have supernatural shit just make it like i said before have like a some kind of scientific explanation for it because that's what people want nowadays yes. like, they want explanations for shit not just the fact that it's happening mm-hmm. rule number four Fucking make the people that are going through this shit like adults. Yeah. Don't, don't make them fucking old people watching over children. Don't make them fucking children. Not to say that you can't have children. because It's that, always that a child, though. Oh, I'm talking to a little boy that you can't see. Right. Like- it's, it's always either a child instigating the horror. It's always teenagers doing stupid shit in horror situations. And it's always like older adults fixing problems that they shouldn't have to fix because they're fucking old. Mm-hmm. Like, I want a fucking horror movie of 20-somethings going through their, like, fucking work life. Something crazy happens to them and they try to find a way to get back to normal. Uh, and then rule number five, do intelligent shit. I'll say this until the day I die. If you're running away from something and you fucking trip, you deserve to die. Because <laughs> I'm sick of that shit. It's unnecessary tension. Because you know how to fucking run. You're not wearing heels. You're wearing like normal fucking shoes. Why are you tripping, lady? What the hell? I mean, I'm just a really clumsy person, though. No. Okay. Are, are, do, do, are you clumsy? I'm actually... No, I'm like actually clumsy. Um, when I was 10 years old, I broke my wrist twice in an 11-month period by tripping both times. The same exact spot on my wrist. So, when you go work out with Jesse, do you do cardio? No. Do you trip then? No, because I don't trip. I, I, don't, I, I don't do cardio. Oh, okay. We like are specifically weightlifting. Oh, never mind then. Yeah. I was going to say, if you're like... Fuck you, Josh! <laughs> My point was, I was going to say, you, you don't trip when you run now. So I don't run at all. <laughs> okay, well, never mind. That's a different situation entirely. But fucking shit, man. I'm, I'm tired of nonsense in horror movies, and it needs to get better. Make it better. Make it better. At me. Actually, don't at me. No, but. definitely at him. He said in one of the last like three episodes, he was going to fight anybody that added him. So. Yeah, but nobody added me. So. Well, that's... They will. If you build if, it, if, they will if come. I, if I provoke enough people, yes. don't worry, they we will can do it. At me. Jay plays tonight. 
Jay, by the way. Let's Jay play tonight, and then at your Twitch is Josh plays tonight. Yes. Watch you, that if you you're bored on a, on, a, well. on a Tuesday or a Sunday night. You know, and then if you're bored at, around noon times on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you could also watch our Let's Plays at Let's Play Tonight on YouTube. Yup. Just at all the things. At, at them all. All of them. All of them. Okay, it's time to wrap this shit up because they're not going to add us if we don't stop talking. Okay, well, I guess that means I'll stop talking now. Good. But before... <laughs> I had to do it one more time. He's fucking weird, guy. I don't. He's <laughs> fucking weird. While you're adding us, if you'd like to send us a resume to be my next co-host. <laughs> you're taking resumes now? I mean, if they're real good, I'll take them. You, you, you significantly upped your standards because last time you're just fucking taking anybody. Uh, yeah, literally. He made a Facebook post that's like, I think podcasting would be cool. And I was like, let's do it. Then. <laughs> I want to say that's both a blessing and a curse. It probably is. Just like ending this podcast will be both a blessing for them and a curse for us. Because that means we got to go record another one. That is fair. (laughs) Have a good day, y'all. Is that Jurassic Park? Uh, Yeah. (laughs)